it would just be atrocious. So Dang. So, so is there like footage of you like playing the symbol? Uh, nah. I don't think so. We have to look. That that's kind of cool if, though. If there if there is, it would be on like an old old Facebook that I lost track of okay. many years ago. Okay. Yeah. So have you been able to like incorporate symbols in like the music that you make today? Well, I mean, there's always there's always symbols because of the hi hats. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So like every most producers use that. Not every producer mm-hmm. uses that. So it's, yeah, there's always symbols present. Okay, I like that. All right, so I tapped into like your YouTube channel, and I saw you performing for the show for like a metaverse show. Yeah, there was a metaverse show that. So I did tell me about that. Yeah. Um. So. My uh, homie Jonathan hooked me up with this metaverse thing uh, named Nowhere. Uh, and yeah, I did, a, I did a show for them and what I had about, I don't remember how many people turned up, but it, it was literally on the computer. I had to, I pre-recorded the uh, show inside of my studio and um, yeah, I just uploaded it to YouTube and I had a bunch of people in the room who were sitting there watching the show, uh, discussing some merch and stuff and other music and I was just like talking to everybody in this metaverse space and it was cool because it was my first time ever really doing something like that mm-hmm. but yeah I just I just wasn't hip or big on that for real mm-hmm. so that was my first experience with that and it was it was pretty uh smooth you know that was it was cool it was almost it was almost like a kind of similar to a r- real show but I guess it was intimate in the sense that like niggas was inside the crib like we inside the house right for real for real we just on the computer Mm. in this space watching this thing or like it looked like a little movie screen oh wow yeah like we were inside like this black box theater and i got to set up like everything on the walls how i wanted to like little posters and stuff you could click in it has links that go places mm-hmm. and all these things and then the main screen was the performance and we were watching it like a movie on our computers huh. i was like that shit's dope so that has nothing to do with like the um that system where like you put like the goggles on or is that completely so, different all right so so that's the thing that we were uh talking to them about because they're just getting started up and uh, yeah me me and my best friend both did uh our shows separately and uh we were telling them because the the fans were asking us it was like yo is this uh compatible with the um, oculus oculus that's what it's called and uh we were like, yo, we don't know, but we're gonna tell the people, you know what I'm saying, and see if that's something that could they can make happen. Cause that would be cool if you yeah. just throw your Oculus on and you're in the metaverse and you're literally going to see a show. Right. That's crazy. That's dope. It's like, damn, we dead ass in the future, honey. For real. <laughs> yes. I Every time it. I think about that shit, it's like a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, honestly, I have yet to really tap into the metaverse. What I think of it is like I thought like you, it's like an avatar type of thing, like where you make like a like an AI type of like uh, character and like you show up. That's what I think of it, but apparently it's more like uh, like real. Maybe it'll get to that point where you can just make yourself as an AI, like you know what I'm saying, kind of like how how the Wii was. Yeah. You know. Like, you can just make mm-hmm. your person on the Wii and then you're just out here in the little community playing tennis and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so tell me, I was, like, going through, like, your tweets today. <laughs> so. How was that? It was interesting. I feel like I really got to, like, know you in, like, five minutes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I was all in your thoughts. 
So tell me, like, why do you use Twitter? Um, I, I feel like Twitter for me is kind of like, it's kind of like a bad habit slash journal but I kind of feel guilty about using it as a journal sometimes. So yeah, that's like, that's my relationship with Twitter. So has a tweet ever like stemmed like, so say you made a tweet and like, then you're like, oh, you get inspired by what you tweeted and you go in the booth and like lay down the track. Like, has that happened yet? Oh yeah, there's times, there's times where I whole ass think about lyrics. Or I I, like tweet something and I'll be like, wait, damn, this is a bar. Okay. And yeah, I'll go I'll, I'll go into the booth and I'll make something off of that. Okay. Yeah, that's happened. That's happened bad songs. Okay. Like, so, um, one of the tweets that I'm pulling up right now uh, is <laughs> training the mind is a constant practice. Yes. So, take me I'll through that. that yeah, like, take me through that. Like, what does that mean to you? Um, well, really, when I when I tweeted that, like I like I said today, I kind of woke up in a funk, and I was noticing I was kind of um trying to pay attention to the cycle of my mind because it's just like I have a few days where I'm up, and then I'll have a day where I wake up. It's just like yo, this, that, and the third is wrong. Like all of everything, everything that's like bad or negative that can be perceived negatively is like magnified in my mind. And so I was just taking account for that cycle. And I was just like, yo, training the mind is a constant process because like even in this, I have to like analyze myself and not feed that too much and get into that because that's how you end up prolonging the cycle. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You stay inside that uh, mode of thinking for mad long. Right. And it's just like, I've, I've done that already for like mad months before this. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's where that came from. Hmm. Okay, so take me through, like, so I'm, like, so on your Instagram, I've been, like, watching your posts and everything, so I want to know, like, are you, how invested are you in, like, this, like, holistic, like, lifestyle, like, how is it, like, impacting your life right now? When you say holistic, what do you think? Like, your health and, like, your wellness and, like, things like that. Oh, like, working out and yeah. CMOS and all that shit? yeah. Um, so, you know, I make attempts to be as consistent with everything as I can, you know. I uh, definitely have some inconsistencies, but for the most part, I maintain, like, I have I have access to everything. I can work out whenever. I have CMOS in the crib, so it's really just all a matter of doing it. Right. You know, and um, I can say that maintaining consistency with these things does help me mm-hmm. and I and I do see like differences in my own being with it so it's just like why wouldn't I mm-hmm. but like I said um the whole process of disciplining like it goes back to the training of the mind mm-hmm. and everything too like it's just a constant process of me getting on myself and having to be like like I'm grown now so nobody's telling me to do anything you know what I'm saying right. everything that I do is a, is a choice of my own mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. So, what, like, I want to know, like, what, like, borough do you represent <laughs> in New York? I mean, I stay in Queens. I'm from Queens. Okay. Yeah, I'm from, I'm from Jamaica. 
Jamaica Queens. So a lot of, like, of the greats come from Jamaica Queens, like Nikki and, like, 50 Cent and a few other artists. So what do you think, like, really sets Queens, Jamaica Queens specifically apart from, like, all the other areas in New York? What makes y'all, like, so special, like, as far as, like, in art and music? Uh, I deadass cannot say. I I don't. Honestly, the whole, like, borough thing, I don't pay attention to it, and I don't really feel too qualified to speak on it, seeing as to how, like, I was here until I was, like, six. Uh-huh. And then I did. I grew up mainly down south. Mm-hmm. So, like, my upbringing is kind of different. So, it's just like, yeah, I could be sitting here and like, Queens all day. But realistically, while I've shared the same amount of time in New York as I did down south, I was grown when I came back. And New York was completely different when I came back. It's changed dramatically mm-hmm. in the years that I've been here. So, like, yeah, I don't know. I can't, I can't really say it, but. Okay. That's fine. Yeah, so has there has there been like any like record that you've released, right? That you like you regret? Oh, right. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I don't I don't really necessarily regret it, but the mix was bad. Okay. On your like your part, like or like it was engineer. Just, it, was, it was just like it was just like it was one of those things where I could have said something about it and I didn't. And so on that behalf, it was like my fuck up. But it was also kind of the engineer's fuck up as well. Cause it's like, nigga, you don't hear that? Mm-hmm. That shit sound off. Right. Yeah, but like, yeah, I ain't say I ain't say nothing about it. So that was my bad. Okay. So yeah, I, I do regret that. Okay. But that's the only thing. Everything's kind of just like whatever. A lot of um, I did have a lot of I did have a lot of people in my corner though asking me why like I released a twenty five song project. Hmm. Kind of. How long did that take you? <laughs> a couple months. Uh-huh. It was it was a few it was a few months. It took me like three four months. And why was that? Like why did you release it? Um. It was kind of like a cathartic experience for me because like the the summer before I released it. My uncle passed, and then I had um, I had to go on tour around the states mm-hmm. like three days after that, so I wasn't like able to go to the funeral or nothing like that. So like there was just a lot of things weighing on my brain. Got back, didn't have any work, didn't have any money. My girl at the time broke up with me and shit, so I was like, "There's a lot going on." Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then my grandma, she went down to Florida for the winter. So, like, I just had a mad time to myself. I started working again, and I was dead ass inside my basement, drinking, going to work, and recording. Like, that's what I would do with my days. Mm-hmm. And, like, whenever my friends would see me, I'm bringing all of my recording equipment with me. Oh, wow. Like, and I was recording everywhere. Like, I made that project everywhere. Hmm. And I was like, yo, I just need to, I just need to get this off. <laughs> I just need to get this off. So, like, I just released it all at once. And everybody was like, oh, you could have just, like, dropped, you know, separate projects. I was like, yeah, but it's out now. So. Right. Okay. That's lit. I love it. Are we taking a break? Oh, okay. All right. So, let's switch up the things. We kind of, like, it's kind of, we do what we have in a good time. Like, I'm enjoying talking to you. But I kind of want to, you know, get into, like, you know, the freak shit. 
Are you ready for this? It's the freak shit. <laughs> the freak shit. Yes. Okay, so. 2.32. Okay, so tell me. Um, who is like your male celebrity crush? Male celebrity crush. I've never thought about this before. Mm. I like Lucky Day. Lucky Day, why? He's, he just seems like a cool nigga. Mm. I actually like him too. I like his style. He has nice skin too. Yeah. And gloves. And he could dance too. I like when he dances. I'll be watching all his videos. Yeah. Yes. Okay, so tell me who's your female celebrity crush? Shit, there's a few of those. <laughs> top, the top one. The top one. Yes. SZA. SZA. Yes. What specifically about SZA turns you on? Scissors has always been sexy. Okay. Right, so since, since like she first came. Okay. And now she's just like super. I like I like how she's coming into herself and the confidence that she's exuding there. Ooh, exuding. We love that. <laughs> I, I like that word. <laughs> exuding. Yeah. Why? Uh, I don't know. It just it just sounds good. Okay. It's sexy. It sounds good. Right? Yeah, it does. Exactly. Keep using it. <laughs> Okay, so what is your favorite sex position? All of them. All of them. There's not one that is just like your go-to. Um, I guess I like when they, I like, I like when people ride. Mm. Okay. That's so much cool. It's a, it's a relaxing thing. Chilling. So you're lazy. She says, so you're lazy. Oh, oh my gosh. Okay, so do you have any tips on... Um, tips? Yes. To the sex guru. All right, let's get it. <laughs> let's get it. Two is the sex guru today. So do you have any tips on how to control your nut? Breathe. Breathe, nigga. Breathe. Like breathe, like a deep, like, like like breathe. Make sure that just make sure that you breathe in the. But whole from time. where, like from the chest, from the diaphragm. Oh yeah, that's the only place to breathe from. Okay, can you can you show me? Sure. Like how to breathe, like how to when you are like in that moment, like how do you control your breath before you're about to like? What is it called? Semen retention. Oh yeah, semen retention. Do you practice that too? I used to. Okay, and how did that work out for you? I mean, it was cool. It was cool for a time, but. I don't really care. I don't really focus on that too much anymore. So what do you focus on? Um, so I've been I've been kind of like hearing about this concept here and there about having sex based off of for pleasure rather than uh, for orgasms, and that whole like mentality uh, just helps with that. So semen retention is kind of like a byproduct or effect of mm-hmm. that, you know. But um. It's not like you don't know. It's just that it takes longer. You know what I'm saying? Because you're focused on the pleasure. Okay. Yeah. So take me through like that breath work. I mean, 
Do you know how to take a proper breath? Or no, actually. It's in through the nose. So it's... Are we holding it at the top? You don't have to. Okay. Okay. Let's restart. Let's restart. If you, if you like, so that, so that's the, so that's the thing, and the reason why, and, and the reason why a lot of niggas be not fast is because they don't be breathing. Niggas be holding their breath. Like yeah, you kind of, you kind of like, you kind of like choke yourself. Right. Almost. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah, that happens a lot. <laughs> okay, so okay, so like when you're eating pussy, like are you holding your breath or are you breathing? It depends. Sometimes sometimes I do forget to breathe. But when I remember, I start breathing again. <laughs> wow, okay. Alright. Get into it. I love it. Yeah, Alright. You know, sometimes sometimes you just get into it and you just be like, oh shit. I forgot to breathe. So what are like some like characteristics that you look for in a partner? Shit. I guess I guess it's more of like a energetic thing that I, I can't really explain because I just I just feel drawn to people. Mm. And then that like that curiosity just makes me find out more about them. And then um, I don't know from there. If it just meshes, then it's just it just happens. I'm not really I don't really like force things or, or look for things like that. It's just like I know when I feel it. Yeah. So say you're like dealing with somebody, right? So what are like some like major turnoffs that just be like, okay, I can't deal with this person no more. Oh. Um. I don't like people that are like too pushy, like annoyingly pushy. Okay. Like bossy. Yeah, that shit's weird. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just really, I'm chill. So you don't have to be like chill, but I'm not with a whole bunch of like rah rah shit. So those like negative qualities and shit that people kind of try to glorify mm -hmm. of like being too much and like too hard to handle and shit. It's like I ain't with none of that shit. Right. <laughs> I ain't with none of that shit. Hmm. Okay. Yeah, for me at least, I'm trying to think what are like the things that like I don't like. Yeah, what 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 don't you like? Um I like somebody that like is able to like use their voice. Like I mean I, but I mean like in a specific way, like they're not um passive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Cuz I feel like that's very important. Like assertive, but they're not doing too much. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so um, I want to go back into the music. Actually, one more question. One more question about One this. more. One more question. So, do you enjoy being in situationships? Hmm. That's a good question. I guess the answer would be yes. And why is that? Because I always find myself in Okay. And um, they don't bother me. Okay. <laughs> because you're always benefiting from it. Uh, yeah. Okay. I guess. Has there ever been a time where, like, I mean, there's been, there's been times where I haven't benefited from it, for sure. Okay. And what happened to you? focused on myself for a really long time. Mm, they hurt you. Uh, 
it's kind of, it's kind of, I feel like I, I hurt myself a lot. For taking the blame. Yeah, but it's also like, it's also like I just analyze the situations fully. Mm-hmm. And I know everything that got you, that got niggas from like point A to point B. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, in the end, I conclude that okay. I've hurt myself a lot. Hmm. But um, there have been times where I didn't hurt myself and that I was hurt. Okay. And I did take time to myself for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like usually I just, I just make music about it. Okay. Once all I make the song. Yeah, all the situations. Wow. So how, how would you describe yourself as a person? Person, I'm cool, I'm smart, creative, fun, attractive, abundant, grounded. Mm. Very grounded. Uh, I do like kind of pride myself on that. Or I'm learning to pride myself. Okay. So if I added in like an uh, adjective, um, just like let me know what you think. Like yeah, mysterious. I get that a lot. So tell me why like you, why do you think you give off mysterious? Um I guess cause I I give uh like just enough. Okay. And you're, I feel like you're a little quiet too. I'm, I'm a little quiet. I am a little quiet unto myself until I don't have to be. Okay. Necessarily, you know. So like, like when I'm performing and shit, that's a different me, you know. But when I'm out and about, I'm usually just to myself, chilling, mm-hmm. you know. And um, like I'm cool. Like you can talk to me. Like we chilling, we talk. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm not just like a super. Oh no. Live on the floor. That's okay. All right. Cool. My bad, CJ. I'm gonna get that up. But, yeah, I'm not gonna like, I don't like go out of my way to talk to people. That is one thing. I'm yeah. I, I did notice that. that. <laughs> I do not do that. Why though? Um,. There's really no particular reason. I really just be chilling. Okay. And I kind of just like to. I kind of just like to observe. I like to people watch. So I kind of just be chilling in the cut. I have my spliff. I have my drink. Yeah. I'll be doing whatever. But you be having all these thoughts, right? Yeah, but I be thinking about my life. Okay. <laughs> I be thinking about my life, and I just be sitting there, and I'm just like, hmm. like I think I think about my life, and then I'm also paying attention to like the ambiance of the place as a whole. That's that's what I like to do because I kind of just look at life as like a movie. My eyes are like a lens to a movie, so I'm just looking at everything. And I'm just like, this is this is cool. This is interesting. So where is the movie going for you? Where do you want it to go? Oh man, it's going it's going a lot of places. Like music is really just the catalyst to a lot of things that I want to do. You know what I'm saying in life because. It's the thing that I love the most, and I'm good at it because I've worked to be good at it. And like I said, I love it. So mm-hmm. 
it's just like, yeah, that's the easiest avenue for me to acquire like certain successes financially and shit like that in order to do X, Y, and Z because like I'm about to I'm about to uh, grow herbs and cannabis and all of this extra shit and then I have plans with that philanthropy things <laughs> yeah so it's just like there's there's so many bases that I want to touch before I'm gone. So, what about like the fashion? Like, can you talk about like your marriage and things that you're trying to do? Oh, in that realm? Honestly, I just want to give I just want to give people like high quality merch designs. Okay. For real, for real. Like, and I want to be able to do it at like I want to I want to be able to do it at like a, a cool cost, and it not hurt me, mm-hmm. but the quality still be that's the goal that I want to achieve and if honestly I got to do that shit myself and niggas take longer to get shit then I find ways to make that work because if there's one thing I do I find ways to make it work yeah you have faith in yourself I got faith in a lot of things mm-hmm. in the process I just got I just got faith in like whatever this universal energy is God mm-hmm. Allah whatever people believe in that higher power I got faith in that Cause it's just like all of my life, anything that's gotten in the way or looked like it, it could, it could even get in the way. It's just like even if it's at the very last minute, something happens. Where it's just like everything's cool. Right. Everything's handled. So, was there like a moment in your childhood where like you faced like an obstacle, and like somehow like the universe like brought it together and it all worked oh, out? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So yeah, in my childhood. I almost died a few times, like okay. legit. So I would say those moments really kind of like opened my eyes a lot. And it's, and it's funny because um, I have this journal that I got for Christmas where it's like a, a 45 day journal thing where you just gotta do the activities in it every day. And um, one of the activities for the day was to name certain events that like changed my life. and. Uh, I mentioned that because, like, I almost drowned mad times. I had asthma, so there was, like, that, too. So, yeah. Mm. So can you swim now? I can swim. I can't tread water, though, so, like... Okay. Yeah, for a long time, I actually had a fear of, like, drowning, too. But, like, every summer, like, my parents, like, put me in, like, swimming camp. And then I somehow learned how to, like, tread water. Like, it was, like, forced upon me. To, like learn so I hope you get the opportunity are you how do you are you grateful for that or like how do you feel about that? yeah actually I'm super grateful because like I've been on like a lot of like um water trips like uh, I thought they say jet skiing trips but not not that's, <laughs> that's a lie no I've been on like, like a lot of boats and stuff where like I had to like jump in the water and like, yeah. snorkel and shit so like it is helpful it's like a helpful okay. skill to know so like if y'all don't want to swim or tread water, I feel like y'all should invest in it for real because we shouldn't be dying out there in the water, you know? I feel that. I feel that. I second, I second that. That's yeah. a good thing. So go get, you know, the help that you need. Um. All right. So t- let's talk about the song Bragging Rights. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, That's my shit. Yes. Yeah, so <laughs> what was, like, the message that you was trying to get? 
I was just, I was just on some purely cocky shit. Like, mm-hmm. I was just like, yo, just talking shit. Like that's that's the whole the whole mentality of that song. I went in it and I was like talking shit, and the hook, I named like um, all of my siblings. I have seven siblings. Okay, wow, big family. Yeah, yeah, you be doing a lot. <laughs> But yeah, I got seven siblings, so I named them all inside of that song because, like, to me, that's like they—they they, like matter the most to me, like, right now. Because mm-hmm. those my those my loneliness. Okay. So yeah, I named them all. That's like who I do it for and shit. And I was just like, I got bragging rights because I'm cocky. Mm-hmm. Keep it loaded. Keep it loaded because my lips are blocky. That's just like I always got bars for niggas. I love that. If you're looking for me, um... wow, that's powerful. Yeah. So, are there any tattoos? I'm looking at your body. You got some tattoos in your hands, on your face. So, are there any tattoos that like you wish you never got, or you want to get removed? Uh, there's none that I wish I never got or want to get removed, but I do want to get the tattoo on my shoulder covered up simply because um. It doesn't look exactly how it looked inside of my sketchbook. Okay. And yeah, I just want to get something else over that. Uh, oh, do you have an idea what you want to cover it with? I had a couple of ideas that I kept playing with. I might get a B. I'm not sure. I don't know. Okay. I honestly don't know yet. Okay. But when I decide on it, I get it and it's going to be fire. Mm. Yeah. Okay. So how did you get your name to 32? So it started because when I was graduating high school and leaving, I had to get all my documents from my mom. So I got my birth certificate and I was looking at the time I was born and I was born at 2.32 in the morning. Oh, wow. And so I made that like all of my social media handles was 2.32 a.m. Mm-hmm. for like the longest time. And um, I started making music, and I was making music under the name Saya, which is my childhood nickname. But I was trying to find my music on, like, streaming services and shit, and there was a lot of people named Saya, apparently, so it was really hard to find my name. And I was like, damn, I gotta change my shit. And so uh, one night, fun fact, I've been having deja vu in dreams since I was, like, 10 years old. Mm-hmm. So one night... I had a dream about like my 30-something birthday. Everybody's mad successful and all this shit. Everything looks good. I wake up. It's 2.32 in the morning. Oh, huh. And I was like, all right, that's it. 2.32. And I couldn't uh, I couldn't do like the actual time, 2.32, with the colon and all of that mm-hmm. shit on streaming services. So I came up with TWO32. Okay. And that's what you go by. You stick by it. Yeah. No, no, you don't plan on changing it anytime soon? No. I got a homie that, t- that tells me I should go by my real name all the time. And I'm just like, no. Okay. All right. That's it. As a bisexual man, right, what are some, like, quarrels that you have within the community? I don't really know if I have quarrels within the community or any community for real as much as I have quarrels within myself. Okay. Um, cause like that is, it, that's 
uh, fairly new experience for me. You know, I only embraced it like a few, a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, it's just been a lot of undoing of, of various thought patterns that I came up with and shit. So, um, yeah, there's, there's been that. Uh, sometimes I, I do feel like I'm not, I don't know, by enough or like gay enough to be in some spaces and shit. Uh, but once again, I feel like I feel like that's kind of just due to my due to how I think about things and just how I perceive things and just like that fucks with my level of comfortability altogether. Mm-hmm. You know. So how were you able to like become like open with that and comfortable? I kind of just throw I kind of just throw myself out there when I when I discover things about myself because um, I feel like it's the best it's the best way to learn and bring about experiences for me to learn. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's that's kind of it. It's just like that mentality for real is what drives me to be open. It's like at the end of the day, there's something that I can learn from me putting myself out there always. Right. Like it's it's always a it's always a risk to be truthful about who you are. Mm-hmm. Yes, I definitely agree with you. I feel like a lot of the things that you're saying, um, a lot of people agree with. Um, so with what's going on, like in the world, are, is there anything that like you have a message for like the people that are like kind of like still stuck in the closet? Um, I would just say to like, take your time, find people that you can talk to, you know what I'm saying? Uh, don't feel pressured by any external influences to do anything that you don't want to do or come out at any time that you don't want to come out at. Uh, yeah, okay. that's pretty much it. Yes, I love it. Face. Yes, okay. Alright, so what's going on? Like what's coming out next for you as far as like music? Um, so I'm working on an EP right now with my homie Maddox. Okay. Uh, I told you earlier. Um, so that's that's in the works. It's definitely being released this year. I don't wanna give a release date or anything like that because I don't like to put my foot in my mouth. But what I will say is the next single that we have coming out from it is called Sacred. And yeah. Yes. I love so. it. Okay, so where can people like find like where you're performing next? Like where can they get all that information? Uh you can follow me on Instagram at TWO32. Okay. I have a link tree in my bio there that links you to everything that's going on with me. Uh self-promote and shit so niggas can catch the flyers on there. I'm putting a lot of things together for this year. I have no shows lined up as of yet, but they're coming. Everything is going to go smoothly. They're on the way. Okay? Book him. <laughs> now. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Thank to, you for Yes. It's been a pleasure just, like, getting to know you, getting to, like, you know, see what this, like, mysterious man be thinking about and, like, what's going on in his head, you know? The guy with all the clothes and the outfit and the hair with the voice, the lyrics. 
all of it. We love it. All the things. Yes, he's here. <laughs> but thank you again. And y'all, thanks for watching. Yes, indeed. Shout out to y'all. Shout out to the people. Yes, we love you. And Tia Tia is out. Bye. <laughs>